0: hi everyone welcome back to my channel my name is stassi thank you so much for being here today oh my goodness i am so excited to be hosting this podcast today of sims builders in the design industry and i am so excited to dive in of what it's actually like to work in the design industry and what it's like do you take your design knowledge into the sims or do you take stuff from this the knowledge in the sims and put it in your real life so i'm very excited to dive in And I have the best of the best here today who are in the design industry willing to share their tips and tricks of how they associate their day life into their Sims life. So I am so excited to have Kev, the Disney Sims, uh, Sims Interior, and Paz here today. So thank you guys so much for coming.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: I'm, I'm so excited. And Kev, I have to thank you because you came to me with this podcast idea a little while ago. And I, I, I promised you we would get it in in season two, and we are here today, baby. So before we dive in, Kev, why don't you tell us a little about yourself?
1: I'm uh, Kev the Builder. I am uh, coming for Courtney's like 47 <laughs> episodes that she's been on at this point. Um, but yeah, I am Kev the Builder. I am primarily a Twitch streamer and builder um but by day I do interior architecture and interior design here in Chicago and um you know I'm just really excited to talk about this subject because I feel like a lot of people come into my streams and they're like oh it's so cool I've always wanted to be you know an interior designer in real life and you know I love the sims and that kind of got me in this like passion to move forward but it's so cool that you do it in real life so I just kind of feel like it's You know, a topic that a lot of people would love to hear, you know, what the day to day life is like in real life and then you know why we do this play the Sims, you know, so.
0: Well, thank you for I cannot wait to hear more and especially especially for people who want to know, Mm -hmm. I would say would you say after dream decor decorator came out that people got a little bit more interested in maybe to this career as they get kids i don't know i'm not an hgtv person so anytime i turn it on i'm like oh this is cool or you're like this person needs to buy a house they have seven dollars <laughs> yeah. and a wish and they want an 18 bedroom beach house <laughs>
1: I'll say HGTV definitely skews the perspective of reality in every way when it comes to interior design and architecture. So, I mean, as much as I would love to make a kitchen for like $2,500 in real life, like it's not, it's never that much, (laughs) you know? So, um, but yeah, I think this is always a topic and I think, um, you know, Dream Home Decorator was probably a a fun way for people to see a little bit into the process of like working with clients in a way, but it's just like a toe in the water. I we'll got put you. it that way. Yeah.
0: I got you. Well, Disney Sims, hi baby girl. Welcome back. Oh, hello. Happy to be back. You'll or, never get rid of me. Or almost the fortieth time. You're so close to 40. That is insane. I, I that's just like real life too. Um
2: <laughs> I'm close to 40. <laughs> Everything hurts. Um, oh. So hi, I'm Court, aka the Disney Sims, aka Towny Tales. I know you're most of you know me as a storyteller because that's pretty much all I show off, but I'm actually an architectural drafter in real life. You might wonder what that is. It's not an architect. I do did not go to university for a crazy amount of time. I basically do Kevin's grunt work. So he would. <laughs> want uh he would plan out something beautiful and then get me to put it onto uh, a blueprint basically to show contractors how It's to be made. Um, I do like designing as well. And I ended up picking this career because I was such an avid Simmer growing up. Um, And also, even before then, I was obsessed with Barbies. I would take the Barbie furniture and like put them on shelves. And I cared more about that than I cared about actually playing Barbies. And yeah, then it went from that to The Sims to, well, what do I want to do with my life? Well, I like playing The Sims. I might as well take architectural drafting. And uh, yeah, I do that. I have worked on mechanical electrical stuff for apartment buildings tends to be my specialty um, because I make the most money doing that. (laughs) Um, But I've also designed apartment, well, helped design apartment buildings under the direction of other people. I don't want to take full credit for most of the projects that I do. I'm working along somebody else. So Um, but now I work for a nonprofit and I design furniture and I love that because the turnaround for it is like eight to 12 weeks. And so I'll design something and then I get to see it in real time. Whereas like with apartment buildings, like I worked on one in 2016 and it just got put up now. So sometimes the process can be really long. Anyway, that's what I do.
0: Well, I cannot wait to hear more. Sorry guys, as I have a frog in my throat, i <laughs> so excited to dive in a little bit more. Sims Interior, Welcome. First time. I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit more. Um, Thank you for having me. Oh my, it's honestly, it's a pleasure. And I love getting introduced to more amazing members in the Sims community. So but before we dive in, why don't you tell us a little about yourself?
3: Yeah. So hi everyone. I'm Asia or aka Simterior. You've seen me on, you might've seen me on Twitch, um, Instagram um, primarily or Tumblr. Um, yeah, I I have a background in interior design. So it's almost like, I mean, I don't know Disney was saying you know uh, they're more of you know like an architectural drafter and like I've I've assumed I've had a bit of a eclectic background, I think with interior design. so like uh residential design being like my main kind of focus. and then um, with that, I tend to be, I don't know. I I have a software engineer for a dad so I'm very technical and I'm very into computers and very into games and stuff like that. So that's definitely translated its way from um just playing the Sims at 9 years old to then deciding in high school that I was going to like do this in real life. Um and yeah, some, same Disney like I had I used I Instead of, I mean, I played with Barbies too, but instead of Barbies, a lot of it was Bratz dolls. Um, um so, yeah, I did that too. I, yes, I would just like, I, it's in, I also, same thing. I found myself, I would take all the furniture that was like in my house, like in real life. And then like put the furniture on top of other pieces of furniture to make a house out of the furniture furniture in my house for the dolls so yeah um it's always been it's always been like ingrained in me and then once I found the sims I was like oh I could this is sick and then I can do this in real life okay bet like like it was you know done deal um so yeah I've been in the industry for about eight years and um I yeah I I love I love having the like coincide coinciding and like juxtaposition of like Doing design in The Sims and in real life. So it's very fun.
0: Well, I definitely can't wait to hear more about that. And thank you again so much for coming. Uh, last but not least, Paz, welcome back, my friend. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Glad Hello. To be back. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: Hey, hi. Um, my name is Sharina, but people know me as Paz as Arine, and social media. So. I'm an interior designer here in the Philippines and I am, I'm a little bit new to the industry, but it's something I've always been passionate about. And in fact, one of the things that have influenced me to take up interior design was The Sims. So I've been playing The Sims since I was eight years old. So the very first Sims games back in the year. Um, I guess I started playing 2005, but I started with The Sims 1 and then 2, 3, and now it's 4. So for YouTube, I also do a lot of um, interior design videos um, for, for builders so uh, I do a lot of tutorials so tips on how to build a good floor plan um, tips and how to do a better interior and all of that so it's just a, something I enjoy doing but on you know in my regular days I do work as an interior designer at a small firm but I'm happy to announce that I'm gonna start working on my own solo from around this, uh, this year, actually, which is super exciting. So um, uh, it's always something I've always wanted to do by myself. And I'm very, very excited to try that. But at the same time, I'm also like doing my content on the side. So uh, The Sims is a really big part of my life as a designer. And it's, uh, it's one thing. It, it's a good thing. It's still part of you know um, my career as well. And I made like um, it's, it's just a fun thing that I do as well. Uh, next
0: to my my professional
2: life. Amazing.
0: That well that uh, absolutely that is amazing. I cannot wait to hear more of this and congratulations for wanting to work like being able to work by yourself. Thank that you. is a huge, huge, yeah.
1: huge, huge achievement. Yeah. Fantastic. Congrats. Um I, I'd like to ask thank, are, for-
0: are we- said, thank you. Um
2: <laughs> uh, do uh Kevin Asia, do you also do contract work? Like would you say that you like have your own businesses?
1: I don't I work for a firm here and um, I oh I have always thought about going on my own but there is the the liability aspect of it that I'm just like sort of terrified about. So that that's the only thing so but otherwise you know I in, really enjoy the firm that I'm at and you know I, I think the projects that I I work on are like, dream projects that like would be very difficult to achieve on my own you know so
2: yeah
0: do you yeah, ever I... sorry
3: no that's okay yeah um same I so I actually it's funny that you asked this like I, I've been working for firms basically my entire career but um then um you know the pandemic it kind of shook some things up um especially over here <laughs> in California um I don't know if I said that I'm, I'm in Los Angeles but um So, uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, so I'm, I don't have like an LLC or anything. Like, it's not like I have my own business, but I do freelance, um, like contract work. So, um, it's just, you know, it's, and a lot of it is like referral business and like word of mouth and everything like that. Um, but up until last year, um, I was working for a firm similar to Kev. So, um, or many firms actually. (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been been a bit of a a roller coaster but it's also been fun to like get to experience like multiple this the one thing that if we we'll probably I'm sure all of you can agree um we'll probably cover on this podcast is that design industry is so multifaceted it's like it's kind of ridiculous like there's way there's so many different avenues um so I feel I feel pretty lucky to kind of have um you know experience and like multiple little pots. So,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I would agree. Similarly to me, I find, I didn't intentionally go into contract work, but it kind of just organically happened where, and for me, it's a little bit easier because again, as an architectural drafter, I don't have um like the stamp, like permit, signature approvals that an interior designer or an architect would have and so for somebody like me it's very easy for an architect or a um, interior designer or a developer or um, you know just somebody from that industry to hire me out and then have somebody else approve it because it's so much less an hour to hire me out than it is you know to hire somebody who really could just approve it for you because there's so much grunt work involved in putting plans together and so for somebody like me it's pretty easy for me to do contract work but i also don't have an llc but in canada it works out that if you make under 30k a year that you get put into like a special category um so you just get to claim things a little bit differently yeah. so
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah awesome
0: Okay. Well, I feel like the first question I want to ask is everyone here is a lifetime Simmer. And obviously the Sims put a huge aspect of your life wanting to get in to interior design. But how do you actually do it? How do you get into interior design? We have three different countries here being represented. So I'm really curious to see what the three differences are. And Disney, you go first.
2: Yeah, well, again, not an interior designer. The interior designers will come for me if you call me an interior designer. Stop, (laughs)
1: stop, no.
2: Architectural (laughs) drafting. How do you do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit odd, odd one out here. Um, I would say actually, so as when I was like eight years old and I started playing around with paint, just drawing blueprints on paint, I then was introduced to the Sims and it was 3D modeling software basically. And um, I found when I eventually took architectural drafting that the Revit Um, Actually, sorry to go back, Um, originally they taught us AutoCAD and AutoCAD is the industry standard, I would argue, that most people in industry are using the AutoCAD software and it's all line and layer based. And so you're, you're drawing stuff in 2D. There Now, there are 3D uh, components and add-ons that you can add. We could talk about that later. Um, but I was then introduced to a program called Revit, which is an Autodesk product also owned by AutoCAD. But it has 3D modeling software, and it's actually comparable to The Sims in some ways. I actually prefer putting something up in the Sims than I do using this software because, and I mean, like, obviously it's not something that you could present to clients or anything, but just in terms of enjoying to build something and put it up quickly, the Sims does a better job I find than actual industry does. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kev. Or <laughs> you're or... not wrong. You're
1: not wrong. No, you're not wrong. And well, it's, I'd say Sims is way user-friendly too. That was, that's right. the yeah. other thing. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah yeah I do the same exact thing like I it's funny that you say that because like I was actually in in Kev's uh twitch chat I literally said like we were talking about something it just the sims and like being in the industry or something and I said yeah like I've I've like used sims like in like job interviews and um or like on jobs or something like that and Kev was like what like what do you mean like (laughs) like you're using the sims for like design projects I was like no 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 no. let me rephrase (laughs) like it's not I'm not using like sims as like another reliable like program for it but sometimes like honestly it's a bit easier for me and my design process like individually especially like for my own like contract you know independent work like I will you know I'll come back from a consultation with a client, you know, first meeting, kind of getting to know them, like everything about the project, blah, blah, blah. And I'm already, brand, you know, the second, I mean, I'm sure Kev can relate and Paz, and, um, the second you're leaving um, a client meeting, you're like already, you know, the wheels are turning of like, what's, what's this project is going to even, you know, look like. Um, So I'll go home and like build it in the Sims and like mock it up. And it kind of makes me it puts me in the right direction it it makes going into cad and then sketchup or revit or whatever you're using it makes it a lot like easier because you've already kind of a step you you've done the like conceptualizing with like of course pinterest and instagram and like you know all, all the like mood boards and everything like that but like the sims is kind of a cool um um you know efficient way and and fast way because it is so user-friendly like kev said i mean you are just you're you're picking up things and putting things down and like the drawing walls is not like there's no math you know like really there's no like you know there's no real unit
1: decimals like Like, you don't have to worry about any of that (laughs)
3: exactly exactly so it's kind of like a nice i I don't want to call it a cheat, cheat way because that sounds diminishing but like i it's, it's a nice little like um
1: It's like a programming like study, you know, it's like there's such a big thing, like when you're in university and they're teaching you to like do bubble diagrams and like blockings of spaces and like to help you like 3D mod, like get the space modeling put together. And like, I think the Sims is, you know, could absolutely be used in a way to do that same sort of like programming study, you know, of visual exactly. spaces, so.
2: Yeah. I will say as well, um, I'm part of this group, I'm, I'm not anymore, but I used to be, it's called Exploration, And the people in industry would go to like the junior high schools And you would do like a round table and then, you know, like the eighth graders or whatever would like come to your table and listen to what you would want, like what you do and what you're about. And I would actually bring the Sims and I would be like, Hey, do you like playing the Sims? Because that's what I used to do what I'm doing now. And I would use that as like the as the gateway to like, if you're, if you want to start doing that, it's a great way to get started. And it really is. I'd say SketchUp as well um, is a Google product and it's free um, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of add-ons that you, that they would make you pay for, but if somebody wants to get started doing um, modeling that way too, it might be easier for them. Although the Sims is free now. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like, out of curiosity, so like, what's schooling? Do, like, like what schooling do you need? Do you, do you go to university, college, community college? Is this, um? do you go to the trades? I'm just, I'm just kind of curious.
3: Well, so I actually, yeah. So I went to uh, FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising that's in Los Angeles. They have, um, it's, it's, I think it's yeah, it's only a California um, trade school, but they have four locations. Um, but the Los Angeles one is like the main one. Um, so if you go to another Fitom campus, like they have one in San Diego, for example, first of all, the majors are kind of limited there. But then um, you have to, you can start there, but you have to graduate from the main LA campus. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's where I went to school. But um, yeah, you you asked earlier like how how I like, how we got started, or, like, mm-hmm. how we got into it as well. Um fitum actually came to my high school, similar to what you just described, Disney. Um, they came to my high school when I was in, like, 11th, 11th grade or something like that, and um did a presentation on, you know, like, hey, this is what it's like to, you know, this is an option for you of, like, you know, getting kids excited to apply for college- colleges and stuff like that. Um So, you know, UCLA came, and, like, USC came, and, um you know just like all these big state schools and then them and i was just like yeah that's the one i want um i want that one <laughs> um and you know crazy amounts of uh private school money later thank you mom and dad um i went to <laughs> fitum and uh so i studied um interior design so my degree both of my degrees are in interior design um, so I have an associate's of arts in interior design and a bachelor of arts in interior design specifically. So,
2: oh, cool. um,
3: yeah, it's super fun. It's super fun. Honestly, FITM was like, like I said, very expensive, but then also, um, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Like I've heard not to, you know, knock any other, you know, universities programs or anything like that, but I've heard UCLA has a great program, um, and stuff like that. And I, I, and you know some community colleges that are around as well, um, but I just don't think I would have gotten the same exact like hands-on experience that I got at Bidum. Um, I mean, we did, we. I mean, who does field trips in college? Like, that's I guess that's pretty rare. I mean, like we went to historic houses that are here in Los Angeles. Like we, we, we've done design competitions with like actual manufacturers. Like we got so much exposure. So it really like geared me up for the actual industry so um yeah that's kind of like a brief overview of my schooling
2: how many years did was that four. for you four cool
3: so two years in associate's and two years in bachelor's
0: neat so yeah. after those four years could you take it on to the next level i'm not i just i'm not Absolutely. sure how so would, would that be a master's or a phd yeah. masters mm-hmm. okay Masters.
3: yeah and then
0: yeah. and then phd Mm-hmm. Would you ever take the master's, PhD route? So,
3: oh, sorry, I'm. I mean, I, I would be interested to hear like everyone's thoughts on this. But like, um, I it's usually from my experience or like colleagues that I've, I've, you know, um, gone to school with and everything like that. Um, whether it's masters or a lot of times people will just get the bachelor's degree and then go straight into certification. Mm-hmm. um so like ncidq is a big um um uh it's like
1: a licensing for yes, for interior licensing. designers yeah
3: Ex- exactly so that's a big one um and uh leave certification is basically like sustainability design um so you know there's different routes that you can go um as far as you know your your credits and what you can add to your resume and you know your certifications and all that stuff but um a master's degree is definitely not like uncommon, you
1: know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my, I mean, I think my path, I think we all took a very similar path where like we were so in love with The Sims, right? And so, like in high school, I was very much in like the arts and I was in yearbook and I was doing photography and, you know, I was convinced that I was going to go to school for like photojournalism. Like I knew, like I thought that was going to be my career path. And I was like, I'm going to go to, go to Mizzou because I was living in St. Louis at the time and I'm going to go to their photojournalism program and all that kind of stuff and it was like right during like 2008 was when I was like you know 2007 was when I graduated high school and it was like that time period of like there's a lot going on in the world economies kind of like crashing in the United States like where am I going to be going to school so I spent one semester at home, like going to a university that was local and I did some like gen ed classes. And I really think that time made me kind of realize like, okay, there are other facets of like creativity that I could do. You know, I never took interior design in high school. It wasn't like a thing at my, at my high school. So we had started to look at universities that offered it and I was like oh my gosh this is like something I could do sims in real life like this is this is something that I could do I love to build I was literally sims 3 was my life you know like I loved sims 3 I know there's such a fight you know Stassi's like sims 2 all the way but I was like I was such a sims 3 person and I don't know if I don't know what it was but like that's where I spent most of my time and you know, I was starting to look at universities. There's, um, There were colleges that were offering interior design classes, you know, or degrees, but they weren't um, accredited by like a national, um, at the time it was uh, uh, FIDER was the, the, um, the sort of university accreditation so that you would get like an actual degree in it. But there were other universities that were FIDER accredited. And so you kind of had to like pick and choose like where you wanted to go. I ended up at the Art Institute in Chicago here and it's it's part of the art museum. So like if you've ever been to Chicago, it's like our big art museum and then they actually have the school that's like attached to it. And um, it's, it was a really, really cool program. I met some amazing professors that like, you know, had worked on real projects, which was the part of the you know, the path that I wanted. I didn't want somebody, you know, professors that were just like, you know, doing Dunkin' Donut designs or something like that. You know, like I wanted somebody who could tell me like, you know, my original drafting teacher, she actually did the um, an addition onto the spaceship house that was out in Denver. So like where they filmed the scene in Charlie's Angels where like Drew Barrymore is like hanging yes. on like the edge of the house and stuff like that. That's like outside of Golden and like Red Rocks and everything out there in Denver. And she did like the addition that was on it. And, you know, like I had teachers that were doing master's programs there while they were teaching the undergrad and trying to come up with concepts of like floating islands in Lake Michigan to kind of help facilitate like reclaimed recycling, you know, like there's, there's always like these different facets that we were just talking about. But I think there's so many creative minds that are out there for interior design um, and architecture in that way. But I was really fortunate. I love the school that I went to. There were so many good opportunities. Um, And then you know, I just kind of ended up working for an internship in high-end residential, um, getting paid nothing. You know, like my internship was not paid. And the, these days when I see interns come in, they're, they're like requesting a salary. I'm just like, you know, I worked, you know, all through my university at an internship getting paid Nothing, nothing. I was lucky if I even got like a little bonus or something at Christmas and stuff like that, but I was going to school. I was working for a furniture showroom that I was getting paid for, but then I was also at my internship too, at the same time. And, um, you know, I ended up graduating and it was a year round program. So I actually graduated in three years with my BFA in interior design. And, um, I stayed at this firm. We mainly worked on um, like vacation lake homes for an area that's like outside of Chicago and Southern Wisconsin in Lake Geneva is the town, um, which became a very like well-established area when the Chicago fire happened. So a lot of these people who had homes in Chicago you know, way back when, and then the fire happened, they had already owned land up in this like lake area. And then they had built primary residences up there. And it just became a really affluent, um, you know, vacation destination for people in Chicago. And that was like my bread and butter was working on Lake Homes. And then like eight years ago, I was in Vegas for a trade show for the, I think it was like the builder's show or something like that that was that happens in Vegas and Miami every once in a while and um I was doing an award ceremony there and the firm that I'm at now kind of like basically poached me like they were like you know we're looking for somebody who can head this division of our of our firm for interior architecture you know we'd like to just set up a meeting with you kind of a thing and it was like you know this doesn't happen in real life you know this doesn't this isn't a thing and um So I've been there now uh, for eight years and I have a team of six with me that we primarily work on high-end residential in Chicago and it's mainly primary residences but we do condos all the time too and um, but like I was kind of saying earlier like I could never achieve this type of client status like if I was on my own, nor would I want to be able to handle this kind of workload on my own. So it's good to have a team on this level of, of scale of project. And, you know, I don't think interior design was ever in my idea of like a career or a degree, but, you know, when I found out that you could do that and it's very much like The Sims too, like it just made like a perfect fit for me, so.
0: Yeah. Amaz- amazing. Well, yeah. Kev, I've known you for like three years now. And like again, I, I, I got to learn. I, I love that. Um, yeah. That's so absolutely cute. amazing. Yeah. I, have you done any apartments on Michigan Avenue? I'm just. Oh, trying. yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, Um, you know, the John Hancock building that's on Michigan oh, yeah. Avenue. I've done like three, three apartments, condos in that building now. And it's such a weird building because when it was built, it was in like, I don't know, it was maybe the 30s, 1930s, or like, like going into the 40s, maybe. And um, the building's just so iconic, because the support structure is on the outside of it. So that's why you see these X's that are going all the way up on the skyscraper. But when you're in that building, it does sway a lot, because we are the Windy City. And, you know, the way that it was built with the cross braces on the outside, and then there's a pendulum that's, that's hanging in the center of the building to counterbalance the, the sway of everything, you know, that, that was like iconic technology that was like, you know, we still use it to this day, but like back then, like that was state of the art and that building is so much fun to be in. And like the history of it. And there's always like, what? Is
2: there a pool in the building or no? Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. There's a pool. in it.
2: It's like, I'd say
1: it's like, I'm like, it, that's the other weird thing about it. The pool's like on the 40th floor. So yeah, oh
3: God, yeah. So, yeah.
1: it's so weird, <laughs> but yeah, it's like on the 40th floor and um, but that building goes up to 96 floors. Like that's how tight tall it is. And the highest condo unit that I've ever worked on was on the 84th floor. And that building is so ridiculous. Like you enter and then you have to go up to the 40th floor to get to like the start of the residences. And then you have to take another elevator to go up in the residences too. So it's it's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. I'm from like middle of nowhere. Well, not from middle of nowhere. I'm from like the East coast of Canada. Yeah. We have like 30 floors, 30 story buildings is like the highest that we yeah. go. We Also don't have like anything like program wise to like like interior design or anything like that in school like yeah that wasn't an option so I took a two-year college program and uh now I'm technically a tradesperson, I guess so but, yeah not as exciting as what you guys do and I'm excited to hear what Paz does yeah yeah Oh <laughs>
4: um, well um I guess <laughs> My experience was, I think, it's very different here compared to in the U.S. or Canada because I graduated high school at sixteen, oh. <laughs> so I was really young. It's really normal here, and when you graduate high school at sixteen or seventeen, because our our um, we're, by the time right now it's different. Um, people graduate high school pretty late, like eighteen, and because uh, there's a new program. Uh, by the government but when during my time back in 2014 i was 16 years old i graduated high school and you know the first thing i didn't do was actually not interior design it was accountancy so i had to study business for like a year uh you know asian parents is a stereotype that's actually true um they kind of choose their careers for us and mm-hmm. even though i was i really wanted to study architecture like that's what i really wanted but uh, my my parents uh we have a business so they want me to study Business so that I could take over the family business, you know, like <laughs> the usual thing when it comes to um, in our culture, it's really like that. So, what I did was um, I studied business for them. And then I was like, Ma, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Can I please study architecture? And it's like, um, maybe not architecture because, you know, um, it might not be for you. It's like, why? I found something better. Why don't you try interior design? It's like, huh. That's even better, actually. <laughs> so I studied interior design at um, this really nice university in Cebu City, and Cebu mm-hmm. City is this um this um a big city in central Philippines where there's a lot of beaches. So to go out a little bit, you travel like an hour maybe away. There's like a really nice, a perfect beach for you to just relax in. So um I wouldn't say my weekends are like that, but we do go out on trips every now and then. So you'd say it's kind of like um. It's a kind of like a the vibe is like it's a city, but uh, it's it's really busy. But you can you know, go to a resort on a weekend if you want to. Okay. So it's it's like that. It's really nice. So it's a really nice school. Um, I don't want to school, school but pretty much if I mention interior design in Cebu, you will know which school immediately. Anyways, you know people would care to Google that. But uh, it's been amazing studying interior design um, in this big city. I come from a smaller city, so I've got to experience some new things and. Um, it's, I would say my experience is pretty technical. We studied theory as usual. Um, we did like prototypes as well. Our teachers were very hands-on with us. Um, and I, actually, here's a fun thing I want to share. During my first year, when we were still learning how to design, like the theory and everything, our teacher was telling us, uh, since you all are, you know, we're still going gonna to teach you SketchUp soon, but for now, since, you know, you're still first years, um, I would highly recommend you guys just play The Sims, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'll hold you <laughs> up on that. So I just, I just play The Sims for like I, at that time I didn't have The Sims Four. I just, I had The Sims Three. So like, oh, this is perfect. I was playing The Sims on the weekends, you know, when I have nothing to do, when it was not a particularly busy week, because you know my teacher told me to.
1: I love it this like, so it much right awesome. now.
4: Yeah it, just, yeah, it was awesome. Um, he's, he ended up being my favorite teacher in the end, so um, he doesn't know that I'm kind of doing The Sims, you know, like, pref- like as like part of my career now. Uh, i probably tell him that. I think he'd be super happy to hear that. <laughs> but like, yeah, um, a lot of my college like super fun. And yeah, a lot of this, I love Sims, actually just Sims 3. And then we also, you know, went on the uh, tours because all around Cebu City, there are a lot of, it's the oldest city in the Philippines. So there's so many old houses, and we got immersed in like a lot of those. So a lot of our projects involved like a very cultural. In fact, um, my my, um, my undergraduate thesis was uh, based on an old house, and it was just probably the most the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> um, even until now, even when I'm a professional, because there's like a lot of stuff going on there. But it's something that I've always enjoyed doing, and it's nice to know that I can actually apply what I you know my knowledge in The Sims. Uh, to my uh, my designs even in university so um i it's it's a four-year course uh four-year course i don't know if it's the right thing to say but here it's called like they call it like a four-year course Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's like the proper terminology outside of my country but like that's just what people call it here um and then i got my it's a bachelor in science not bachelor of arts it used to be Bachelor of Arts now it's Bachelor of Science In interior design. And um, I'm not sure if it's the same here uh, outside of my country, but after we graduate we're not interior designers yet. We have to take a licensure exam. So usually people would study for an entire year just to pass the licensure exams and it's insane because it's nationwide. So yeah. they usually they, everybody who study interior design has to take that exam. and if you don't pass you get you don't get your licensure. So for me, when, by the time I was going to take my exam, it was 20, it was actually like 2019. I graduated 2019 and I was going to take my exams like a year after. So I had to study a bit and I had to take my exams a year after. So <laughs> 2020 was a pandemic, obviously. So it, everything was canceled So because usually it's just face to face. So for exams, it's just, it's insane. Um, we had to draft by hand still. So you have eight hours the whole day. For the whole day, you have to draft, like, they give you a design problem. You have to draft floor plan, elevations, uh, reflect the ceiling plan by hand the whole day for eight hours. And if you can't finish, you will fail. You also have to create a hand-drawn perspective. They'll tell you which one, two point, one point. (laughs) And you have to render it by watercolor, markers, depends. But you have to finish all of that within eight hours. So 8 to 5 p.m. It was insane. (laughs) And it's not just one day, it's three days. So two days. (laughs) Insane. It's like two days. It's just theory, multiple choice, you know, um, uh, professional practice, history, all that. Uh, And then there are three exams, uh, three exams per day. So six exams, just multiple choice. And then on the third day, we have the drafting test. So they gave us a design problem and we have to do everything by hand. (laughs) <laughs> and i would say it was probably the hard like i would say my my my, my thesis was pretty hard but this one was just insane so you can imagine people don't eat during those exams they just don't oh, <laughs> and this was la- i took it last year so i'm i'm just glad i don't have to do it again because if you fail you can you always retake but like was <sighs> a one take for me so oh, i got good. my license Congrats. Employee, but it was, oh. <laughs> it was yeah, thanks. Awesome. <laughs> but um, I don't know if it's the same for you guys. But we've been trying to get. In fact, I was one of those people who actually tried to petition that, uh, guys. Can we like make this exam? If we're gonna do like hand hand drafting, which you know people don't do these days, we all do mm-hmm. digital. We all do.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: We right. all do autocad. We all do sketchups. Like, can we? Yeah. Can we like have a digitized exam? Yeah. Then, but then like the people who are you know the board or whatever like. The leaders of the industry here are like um <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about this but I'm just gonna You're just like, what said, say, no we need to keep things traditional yeah 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 no it's <laughs> like, still draws in paper
3: <laughs> it's still the same I mean I would think <laughs> not think yeah like what you just described like wasn't we obviously we didn't have it that rigorous like we were not hand drafting for eight hours but like that my whole first two semesters of my associates was all hand drafting you don't mm-hmm. touch you don't touch autocad until way later yeah. yeah so that that definitely was there but it wasn't you know and then of yeah course, and like, same here yeah and then of course we're not like required after graduation to get certified like like mm-hmm. i said earlier like you could choose to go a different direction if you yeah. wanted but like yeah i mean that's Yeah, that was definitely a thing. And the and the watercolors, which I loved the sketching classes like this, the rendering with like watercolor and all that stuff and like topic markers and everything like that. I loved it. Uh, But it's not something that I would do in practice in the industry now
2: just because of time and efficiency. Mm
1: -hmm. So Yeah, exactly.
2: Having said that, oh, yeah. I love watching the, like, Instagram and TikTok reels of people doing the watercolors and, and stuff. the
1: markers, yes.
2: Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it's like yeah. my favorite pastime.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like the yeah. best ASMR that's out there right now for me.
4: Right, <laughs> I like, right. Good for you guys. I'm traumatized. <laughs> 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 like, it, it was fun when you were, like, in your first or second year of... Um, university it was oh, we also did a thing and also we weren't actually required to take the exam just if we want to get our licensure if you want to do private practice if we want to be called interior designers because you can't call yourself that here either mm-hmm. if you don't get your license uh, you're gonna get a lot into a lot of trouble if uh, if you're gonna be calling yourself an interior designer or uh, or anything but yeah. so I have to I had to take it because that's it's what I wanted yeah <laughs> yeah, the things you have to go through. <laughs> It's
2: insane! Yeah, congrats, by the way. Yeah, yeah, congrats! That's Thank awesome. you. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> you <laughs> don't have
1: to. You're
2: actually good at math.
1: Oh, I love
3: math. <laughs> I <don't
2: know. laughs> yeah, that was my favorite subject. No,
4: it's just you know the usual thing you do—just estimates and whatever, um, just spacing stuff. uh barely even a lot of math in our exams. I think the, the harder math is given to like the architecture exams. It's totally mm-hmm. different.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I still feel like you have to like have a little bit of like math under your belt because I think a lot of people think interior oh, yeah. design is like just picking pretty things. And yeah. it's like yes. Googling like on-center yes. yeah. what the dimension of from the wall to the toilet is. So
1: like- <laughs> <laughs> Egress standards and, you know, ADA,
4: yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. no.
2: I, like, I, that was we're doing is like so mundane and boring compared to what people think yeah,
3: yeah that was literally like my entire like you know of convincing my parents that like I wanted to go to design school and everything like that and like then even just like post-graduating I'm like working at this big-ass firm and they're like so like like what do you like do you pick out like like fabrics and stuff like I'm like I'm not just picking out throw pillows yeah. all day like this is not what like you have no people have and to know like i'm not like oh my god people have no idea but like seriously people have no oh. idea like it's like you know what i mean like it's like there's yeah. unless you are in unless you are you know adjacent to someone in the industry or you you know gone to school for that or whatever it's like it's a whole i mean it is a like you said uh Kaz said a bachelor of science like it is it's a it is a science like it it's it's, yeah. it's you know all of the above so um yeah it's um that I, I guess one of the biggest things and I, I don't know if this would be one of your questions Stassi but like um it i a lot of people get really offended in the industry if you call them interior decorators
0: mm-hmm. um
3: we're not decorators do not call us decorators we're designers like yeah call, like that's not something that's like uh um, yeah and like also so, sorry, sidebar Disney, I definitely you kept saying earlier that like you know like oh maybe not as exciting as you guys like no 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 you're a designer like Yeah you don't
1: to, downplay yourself yeah, here you yeah I don't
3: know especially like like you said mechanical and electrical plans and stuff like that like that is you have to have a a basis knowledge and understanding of like you know working in a building and like codes and all that stuff that
2: is but yeah. candles <laughs> <laughs> and like the the riser systems of the plumbing and like exactly. yeah, that yeah is, exactly. That
3: is so don't yeah. don't short don't. Thank you, don't short, appreciate
2: short. that. Yeah, it, it is actually quite complex work. A lot of people um, will look at what I'm drawing and they're like, oh, it looks like you're just drawing like circles and lines on top of an architectural uh, drawing. And it's funny, though, because like the person who designed the actual architectural a design of it probably doesn't make as much as me going in and drawing the circles and the lights to, to know where the mechanical HVAC systems are going. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, you still have to know where you can put things and same with like electrical too, right? Like you have to know where the light switches would go and where they're going to connect and same with in-floor heating, like you have to know where the connections are for all of those things. And so it looks design-wise easy, but it's actually quite complex. Can, yeah, can I ask a, a silly question? Know-how. Yeah.
1: Okay. So now, now that we all know that kind of like what we all do and everything, and I think yeah. this is probably gonna be a, a question that Stasi asks too, but I feel like this is such a good like conversation topic right now. But like, how often is it when you're building in the Sims that you're literally creating your lighting fixtures to like a lighting plan like everything is in a row yes. centered what up and now that we have light switches like you're yeah. like okay here's where I would put like a three-way here's where I would be putting yes. like you know you know stuff like that and you know yeah. it's just, like one of those things now like whenever I'm or, like, you know, doing the plumbing drawings. Like, one of the things that I am, like, so notorious about, like, when I'm streaming and stuff, I'm like, this is an outside wall. I can't put a toilet here, you know. Yes, I can't put plumbing exactly. here and stuff, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that happens so much. I look at people's builds all of the time and yeah. I feel so bad because I'm judging it with, like, an architectural yeah. eye of, like, yeah. oh, me too. Oh, pretty, yeah. but that's oh, not I'm actually <laughs> What did you
3: say, pass? same <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's like especially yeah, streaming it is so it's so funny and i'm sure obviously like it, like um like Kev and um i'm sorry past you do you stream i i can't remember
4: oh no no i no. I, I do okay. youtube uh got it, got it. Yes. I, I don't I, stream.
3: I, I wish i would i could but like, yeah, no no too. no it's fine i just couldn't remember but either way it's like you know it's funny like talking to like an audience because obviously like the audience of people that are coming to a sim stream are just like sims and cool pretty things you know and like like you said like you're looking at it through this like totally different lens and it's like like i will literally i was i was modding for another streamer the other day and um she put a door down but the but but the door swing was going the oh yeah and i was like flip the door flip the door like it's just like one of those things um yeah the the light switches um I have cc outlets that I did I recently downloaded so now I can't stop placing outlets in every single one of my buildings um yeah it's 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 a whole other lens and like they're like they're all looking at I mean I don't know I mean sometimes like chat may be a little bit quiet or whatever but like they're all like okay sure and I'm just like no it can't go there it can't like I'm like well why don't we just do this and I'm like because I would never do that in real life like I just I can't see the sims as built it's hard unless there's you know because obviously there's some um constraints and like stipulations when Mm -hmm. it comes to the game because it is a game at the end of the day but at the same time it's like you know as I build as realistic as I possibly can because I just can't really see it any other way and that's kind of like you know I I guess that's a little that's obviously part of my brand but yeah I'm, I'm not gonna put you know a toilet on a yeah like on an on a exterior wall and stuff yeah, like that exactly. kind of, like in now that we have apartments and stuff like you best believe that plumbing is stacked yeah Yeah. oh I hate when it's not I hate
2: when people design it in real life and it's not too because I'm just like why why do you hate me why are you you're
1: like dog
2: (laughs) I hate you do you know how much money this is costing you for no fucking reason sorry um anyway I digress you know what else really bothers me with builds and I'm so sorry to call anybody out who doesn't have the skill making roofs there's so many times where i'm like this wouldn't work because it's like sloping right into creating like a pool in the valley the- i wouldn't work like
3: <laughs> yeah yeah like those like super mid-century ones where they're like yeah. in oasis springs or whatever when they're like folded in and you're like that is a trap
1: <laughs> that's a leak waiting to happen <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, saucy. We're just like, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: no, nope. right like, that is why I created round tables many moons ago, so you guys can <laughs> communicate. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, what's gonna ask this question? <laughs> Gotta ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just really curious. What has been the highlights of everyone's career so far? Mm-hmm. And anybody can go first, and then anyone can go in any after any order. After. I'll go
2: first. So I worked on a resort and spa in Belize. It's called Naya Resort and Spa, and it got featured on Vogue Weddings.
3: Ooh! Oh.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Time I'll ever be on Vogue. <laughs> it's
3: fine. Everything's fine.
1: Oh my goodness! I love you so much. Um, I I mean I work on. I work on mega mansions and it's like a whole different caliber. Like it's the size of condo buildings. A lot of the time Where like, you know, these are homes that are 35,000 square feet and we have double height, like double level basements in them that are like right against Lake Michigan. And, you know, like the water table is such a factor, you know, because of it. So like, I think I'm really fortunate because of, the type of homes that I get to work on. And I can't just like pinpoint one one moment because each, each completion of these homes, like this home is under construction for like, you know, four years, three to four years. And that's assuming that weather is decent, that we can, you know, get stuff done during the winter. But, um, you know, like yesterday I was uh, pricing out tile for a master bathroom for a vacation home in Michigan. And uh, this tile was adding up to be $560 US dollars a square foot. And it's like one of those things that like, at the end of the day, they're spending $80,000 for a floor. And it's like, I I can't, I I will never have that kind of wealth personally, nor do I, I don't know if I personally value that, but you know, if it brings somebody joy, then I'm happy to be a part of it. And I feel like our jobs are also like, you know, being psychiatrists, also in a way, dealing with client personalities and like relationships of homeowners. So I literally
3: say that all the time. And every so much psychology.
1: Exactly. And every day there's some new challenge. And I'm very fortunate for that because it doesn't feel like a stagnant job for me. You know, like it's every day is something different. And I do look forward to that. So
0: I love that. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I was, I was about to ask you what, what's, what, what's your highlight?
3: My highly, um, yeah, I, I, similar to Kev, like I, I, it's hard for me to pick like one specific thing, but, um, but honestly, I mean, yeah, I've gotten the, the, um, you know, I've had the chance to work with some pretty high profile clients and like, um, that's been fun to kind of have that experience under my belt. And like, yeah, you are a psychologist a little bit and you have to kind of like, you know, learn, Literally half of our jobs is reading the room, you know, like it literally and figuratively. So, um, it's uh, it's you know, I I got the opportunity to work with um Lisa Kudrow, which was really cool, and um, yeah, she was awesome. And
0: <laughs> Disney's like <laughs> losing me, yeah. her mind for anybody yeah.
3: who can't see this. <laughs> she she was amazing. Um, you know, it, I think you know everyone I told that story to was like, oh my god, was she Phoebe? And I'm like, no she was not Phoebe like you know what I'm saying but like in the she was she,
1: Michelle that's what she was you know
3: <laughs> oh my <God>. she invented <laughs> post-its exactly exactly no she was just you know and her husband is very very sweet and like um yeah I have the opportunity to work on on their personal home and like and stuff like that so like it's 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 um it's one of those things where it's like you know it does put it into perspective and that's what I was going to say about kev's um comment just about like the eighty thousand dollar floor or whatever it's just like it is kind of an odd juxtaposition and i'd be curious to, to hear from paz's perspective in the philippines but like because just i never know like i guess um uh like sourcing wise and like everything like that like like and the rates and pricing and all that stuff in like other countries like i, I feel like i'm a little bit ignorant to that but um, it's just wild like I will literally you know be on my way marching up with my little tape measure to this million dollar you know multi-million dollar mansion and measuring and you know designing it head to toe and then I go back to my one bedroom apartment and yeah myself. yeah so <laughs> it's just you know it's like it's so interesting that like that it these are the and they're they're the ones paying you right yeah. like you would think that it's, it's it's such an interesting juxtaposition to me, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I to answer your question, I um, I would I would definitely say yeah, like cool, like you know moments like that. Um, I got to hand Leonardo DiCaprio a ball, bottle of sparkling water once. So that was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> just like random little things. Um, and but honestly, I don't know. It's been pretty cool, like integrating The Sims into my career. I'm not gonna lie. Like I mean, I never thought and vice
1: versa too yeah yeah real life in the sims so
3: exactly if you told 16 year old me like hey you're gonna be like live streaming one day and like doing your you know passion in the sims and coupling both of your only passions in life on online and you people actually like want to watch and actually care what you're doing I would be like no, I don't believe you, you know? (laughs) I would agree.
0: I would never
1: have this feeling, so.
0: That's pretty cool. I love that. Paz, how about you? Okay, so
4: I'm very new (laughs) to the industry. I did mention I just got my license last year. So you can imagine a lot of my projects were, like, I've just took part in some of them. I didn't really handle anything personally, like, on my own yet. But um, this is the reason why I did work in a firm so that I could get you know that experience because the goal was to really work independently because where I'm from, it's a lot easy to work in, independently since I do come from a small city that's just you know developing. So there's a lot of uh, opportunities and there's very little competition, which is kind of why I decided to go that route. So I guess I would talk about some big projects I worked on, I did work on a mountain resort. Uh, I never really saw it finished sadly because there was like a lot of things going on there but uh probably the best thing that's ongoing that's in uh, that's going uh, ongoing currently in my career is that there is I do have a project with uh, a government office and the so tourism office in particular they're trying to revamp this old city center in their little city and it's gonna be a historical project. So they're gonna get like the big historical people in the national um the national um call this uh, organizations involved and I'm pretty much gonna be the designer of that. So there's gonna be uh for heritage conservation basically. So that's, that's like the coolest thing that I'm doing. And it's something I'm very passionate about. And it ties very well into like my studies previously. So yeah. it's nice working with, I guess it's nice working with a government office because how often do you get a chance to be, you know, the official designer for this um uh, heritage site that's going to be revamped and there's so many in that area it's not just the, the government building there's like an old house that they want to turn into a restaurant um there's this church that needs to be um i wouldn't say what do you call it i don't say i wouldn't say adaptively reused but i think they're gonna restore like parts of it yeah. which is super exciting and i'm gonna be so involved in that and it's just it's so cool. Um, it's still so ongoing. Usually, with government projects, they take so long to do. Like it's been I don't know, how many years already, but but it's nice that I'm I'm hearing. I've been told that it's going to be pushed through this year, which is something I'm very excited for and looking forward to. And I can't really talk much about it, but like that's that's basically like the gist of it. So uh, I would say that's like the highlight of my career so far, other than you know deciding to work solo and you know getting my license just recently. So. Uh, super exciting. <laughs> that's that's awesome.
1: awesome. I love historic preservation. Like that's such mm-hmm. a fun, fun category to be in too. Like I've, I've worked on many like historic, like um, uh, protected homes yes. here in Chicago from like famous architects. And, you know, it's, it's always a challenge, you know, because there's so, so many strict limits of like what you can do to it, but you know, it is, it is really rewarding to be able to be on those projects too. So I, I, I totally understand that.
3: Yeah. Historical conservation yeah. is really fun. There's a lot mm-hmm. of historical properties in Los Angeles as well. And like, um, you know, uh, Pasadena being a city that's like primarily all historical, like almost all the homes are like, um, historically conserved, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, it's even fun to just like have a little bit of that, you know, working in constraints and in design and that little red tape and like, you know, having this original fireplace that you have to preserve and you can't touch or like the original, uh, you know, like, uh, like a a lot of craftsman homes are here in Los Angeles. So like a lot of the wood is like original to like the 1910s and like, you Mm -hmm. can't, can't touch it. Mm -hmm. So, um, all that stuff is like super fun to then incorporate into a more, you know, um, contemporary design, but then at the same time, like, still, and that's kind of, like, my personal aesthetic, too, is, like, I love that, that, like, transitional, but also, you know, that I like creaky floors, and, like, houses on foundations, and wainscoting, and, you know, all that, like, you know, like, weird, like, old-looking plumbing, and stuff like that, I just, I love it, so, um, yeah, that's also a cool, like, avenue to be in for sure again like that's another facet you could you could only work in historical um
2: preservation historical. Like, yeah yeah exactly
3: right. like that's that's that is a separate line of
2: yeah uh, it's it so works. cool um just listening to you talk asia i couldn't help it i just watched the movie saltburn i would highly recommend i'm about it was, to watch it tonight literally great movie that. but architecturally Someone oh recommend God. that to you I, yeah, yeah like i don't yeah, it was incredible. Like, I'm
1: gonna uh, build Saltburn in the sense I'm so excited yeah. for it. So,
2: it has like the old architecture, but then like the furniture they put in it is actually not modern, like maybe Updated. like dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just oh, the coloring of like the living what room. the dining room like you're going to yeah just the house itself
1: is a character of the movie like the Uh and there's like a scene where like they're like walking him through like the different areas of the home and what's Mm -hmm. really interesting is to like even get up into like the bedroom areas and you're walking through like a dressing room that's like red painted lacquer like high gloss lacquer walls in it you know and you're like you can see maybe that was like original molding or maybe it was like covered with lacquer it was like sprayed or something but it was just like it's just old molding that has that new touch to it with the, yeah. with the lacquer. And it just, like, it's... Who,
2: who needs OnlyFans when you have architecture porn? I know, like... honestly. And those
1: are some of my favorite <laughs> YouTube videos are like these people who are like, so like soft-spoken and like guiding you through like this, um, I don't know, Scandinavian, like lagoon home and stuff like that. And it's oh just God. like so like sensual. And it's just like the music that they're playing. And I'm like, this is this is, this is a good video.
2: <laughs> How I feel watching all of Danielle Build's. Videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. My God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's Yeah, her new videos are just so good. They're so good.
2: <laughs> I love um, architecture in movies, though, like um, and TV shows, like Haunting of Hill House, the house in that was amazing. And architecturally, it made sense for a lot of it, too. Um, there's a lot of things in media that don't make sense. Speaking of um, California homes, the full house home has always pissed me off because yes. there's like stories. There's no way that there is a basement in which Jesse and Becky lived up there with their twins. It doesn't make sense. It's yeah. not yeah.
1: Well, yeah oh yeah, that we've... that set did not match the house.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like there's like two sure, living room didn't make sense. Trash. Trash.
3: <laughs> there's two staircases in that house too. Yep. Yeah. And I and they never show how they, yeah. they only show one view of like the main one in the living room, but like the other one is just kind of a way you can tell that's just like yep. a little set prop and that they, they just stand oh. there and, both
2: the fresh prince of bel air houses didn't make sense trash yeah, also not 100% tell us
1: yeah, how you I'm really feel looking. court
3: yeah no <laughs> shit I'm, I'm sorry you digressed into this that's
0: so funny. <laughs> why do you invite me on these things because <laughs> you bring the entertainment love that's a, that's what you do and you bring the facial experience um expressions that i love yes. um it's so funny hearing you guys talk about this because like as a chef when i watch stuff i'm like that's not how it's that's not how it's done yeah. it's like the bear i love the bear that's not how kitchens function no one no. gets like fucking stabbed at like 9 a.m with a fucking dart like no but yeah. it's, just, it, it's but just in fun.
1: chicago maybe, I'm like, uh, maybe. in, I'm
0: like,
3: in chicago
2: you her with their food stassi you will get shit <laughs>
3: Um, I just started watching that show like literally the other night. They, I,
1: have I'm you trying gotten trying to the to second it. season of it yet or no? I don't know. Okay. There's there's a in the Oh,
3: have I gotten to the second yeah, season? No. Yeah. I'm okay. literally on the third episode.
1: Okay. <laughs> there's a there's an episode in the second season where um there it's like a Christmas party at the house and Jamie Lee Curtis is the the mom. And it's literally the most manic acting I have ever seen Jamie Lee Curtis do. And it's probably maybe the best acting I've ever seen Jamie Lee Curtis do. And she is this like, uh, high energy, bipolar, like manic person in the kitchen cooking for everybody. And her hands are just dirty and they're going everywhere. And she's just like, Mm. crazy but that house that they filmed it in is actually behind my firm <laughs> so, so cool. yeah so, so they got so yeah, all the heard. trucks up yeah they had all the trucks back there and like I was back there and I was like where is he where is he you know is are they here is the bear here you know but yeah no they filmed it like at night so so, really cool. so cool yeah
0: which actually leads me to a question um so for many years I worked in the sign industry which is boring as hell I'm not gonna sit here and glamorize the sign industry however that's where I'll be like I fucking did that sign, I put the graphics on that car, all that good that's stuff. Cool. In in real life, how often do you see your creations or, or a building that you've worked on mm-hmm. and you point at them and be like, I worked on the 47th floor and that and the person, it's like that's great, dear. That's I'm just really good. curious.
1: I do that a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I guess like I I don't know I I I said every day kind of facetiously but like I like a lot of my yeah like there's like there's a certain area there's like a certain pocket where most of my clients were just like um demographically um financially just like where they ended up being and um anytime I'm over there it's a lot more like oh yeah I did a house up here and like whatever but um you know more towards where I live it's a little less less common but um it's yeah, it is one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. And, you know, sometimes it's maybe a project that didn't go so great and you kind of wore flashbacks and like, you know, whatever. But (laughs) other times, um, I guess guess it's uh, since I'm usually, you know, on the interior, it's um, less likely that I would see, unless it got published in like, um, you know, Architectural Digest or something like that, it's less likely that I would see like that somewhere. But, you know, it's... most of my like design in, in my career has been interior and not exterior. So, um, you know, it, it wouldn't be something that I would like drive by a building and be like, oh yeah, I worked on like the development of, of that building. It you know, it's more so like, yeah, I was, you know on the 40th floor of that building, yeah.
2: Um, As a gloater, I'm totally don't care if there was the if it was the interior of the building. I'm like, I worked on that. I worked on <laughs> yeah. that, I worked on that, that, I did that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 100%. yeah yeah yeah. I, I love that Kath how about you do you point out every time you're on Michigan Avenue and you're like excited that apartment yeah. that over there I was at that store I did that <laughs> oh, floor goodness.
4: yeah
1: yeah and like even like when we're like driving because like where we live is actually like in like the area that you know I work in a lot too and um You know, it's just like, even if we're just driving, you know, to get into the city or something, it's like, you know, there's this house, this client, this client, they did this, you know, kind of a thing as you're just driving into the city, you know, and it's just, um, you know, you're proud of it, too, you know, it it shows that you're you're happy. And even if it was a crazy client, because we all have crazy clients, and we all have very particular clients, too um You I know, really you take those as learning lessons. The same
3: <laughs> client. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um Pass, how about you? When you walk by any building, I know you've oh, only yeah. done this for about a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Now, I got a couple more questions and then we're going to wrap up these questions. Yeah, yeah, Am I-, I have,
4: like, uh, one of them is actually just.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Sorry. um yeah um yeah I always point out every building I worked on in fact one of them is just a few blocks away from my house like I would just walk there I did that yeah. <laughs> it's like motivation every morning like I worked on this one. and then I'm gonna work on the other one next to it <laughs> kind of like uh-huh. so. it, it's a it's a nice sense of pride yeah, yeah. just yeah. to like remind you I'm, I'm in the right place I kind of like that
2: I'm lucky too, actually. I have an apartment building that I worked on that's literally up the street from my house. And yeah, it really is like every day I get to look at it because I get to go for coffee. And yeah, I feel like it it induces this like level of pride
0: in me as I start the day. It's nice. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I got a couple more questions and we're going to wrap up this and then we're going to talk about castles at the very end. Um, as we know, the customer is always right, no matter if they are 100% wrong, because most of the time, they are wrong. They are wrong. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what they say. They are wrong, especially when it comes to design. You may have the best design in mind, but the client says, no, I want to do it this way. Have you ever gone into the Sims and actually designed a product how you wanted it versus what the client wanted?
1: 100%. Yeah. 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 And like, there's times where like, I take (laughs) elements from a project, like, you know, I'll take like a floor plan or something. Right. And I'll put that in the Sims and like, it might not be the style of home that that house was, but like, there's elements of that floor plan that I really like and that I'll put that in the Sims. And then like, maybe during construction, they've like changed it somehow that they feel is better. Like, I don't know. I'm not a big, like, um, open floor plan person I actually hate open floor plans personally like I love like kitchens sort of being separate from like family rooms and a lot of people love that open concept and I just I feel like it loses the formality and there's also like you know there's it's 2 you're using those spaces for two separate different reasons that you know they shouldn't be in the same area in my opinion and so if that happens at the site, I'm generally going back to the original plan in The Sims of, like, here's my kitchen. It might be an open archway that, like, opens the two spaces, but it's never, like, remove all the walls, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
3: I mean, I think, um, so the difference and the, like, juxtaposition of, like, doing this in The Sims and then doing it in the real world is, like, obviously you have a client that, like, you know, that's, their house at the end of the day so mm-hmm. you kind of have to you know adhere to certain things i mean of course i mean that's what they teach you in school you know on the job like if you're working for a firm or whatever like you do have to learn that's something that you kind of build up with seniority is like learning how to justify your decisions and gaining that client trust and like you know the whole thing of like you know no i i really think we need to go this direction and here's why and like you know whatever but you know obviously ultimately they can they can make that final decision they're paying for it so it's you know whatever but with the sims which is like obviously you know um not real people um uh, you know you kind of get that opportunity to create that for yourself and like that's wow. I, you know I, I like the um the dream home decorator pack for that reason that they kind of give you a prompt and it's it's i i do like that pack it's i wish it it's a little better but um <laughs> It is fun, like, getting to, um, you know, show up at, like, it's already, it's already set for you. Yeah. Um, but similar to what Kev said, you, you know, especially as, you know, this is the sandbox game and you get to, you know, put your, your visions, but like your personal, like, ideas and aesthetics and everything into something, whether that be a different aesthetic for each build, but it's still from your, from your lens and your true, you know, signature, you know, like a lot of, like, designers usually have like I was literally watching an architectural digest video the other day um I don't know if y'all have seen it but the Ray Romano one and um you know when they do the open door tours mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was watching it and the, before like in the very beginning they usually tell you what designer they worked with and before he even said it I was like this is a Nate Berkus house and he was like so our designer was Nate Burkus and like you know it wow. was like it's so you, easy can, to tell.
2: Yeah, yeah. you can tell yeah like who you know. Yeah, you can spot an FLW house from like a mile away. Right. Yeah, 100%. yeah, hundred percent. Like, and
3: you, you, you know, you grow your aesthetic. So, anyway, like bringing that back into the Sims, like that's always why. I mean, I, I, I do this, and you know, that's why I think the Sims was the gateway into this industry. Was because that is, I mean, I, I view my Sims like my clients. Those mm-hmm. are the clients. Like you're building for that. Like my builds always come out uh, like. Literally 99.9% of the time, they always come out better when I have a family already made for, them, for mm-hmm. that for that lot. If I can't, it's rare that I'm just building just to build,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, you know, like a family. Story? What's the story? What's the yes. story? Yeah. Like, yeah, as a, as a judge on builder games, I personally find. Like, if the build tells a story, I'm automatically more captivated by it. It tends to do better for me voting-wise. Like, there was an example of uh, Nick um In built- and
1: yeah yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, he built oh, an East Coast Kitchen party and, like, uh, maybe a little bit biased towards- Um, you know, my own heritage, but like just that story of, you know, gathering in the kitchen, like that resonated with me. And it's like, I, he ended up winning the competition for that round. And I think that's why it's like, if, if your build can tell a story, it just means a little bit more, right. It's art. And I think ultimately architecture is that, you know, hybrid of art meets science. Right. So yeah. Yeah.
3: When I was in school, that was all, that's why, like I said, I, I feel like I got like a really good hands-on, you know, education there. They were so concept-driven, like mm-hmm. we would get up like in, in, you know, the, in front of the class and have presentations for everything. And, um, you know, like, even if it was just like a small little homework assignment, you had to present it, like that was always like the, the thing. And so, you know, you'd get up in class and like so, and one girl was like, I remember this so specifically, she got up and was like oh you know i chose to do this here and this here my professor was like why and she's like oh i i i like it it looks really nice like i think it looks good together she failed that assignment because oh. it's not just they looking were good so, yeah they were so i mean maybe she didn't fail but she did not do well because it's not just about looking That's good it's concept. Like, Yeah, they're so concept driven they they make you tell them why you did something like yeah. what is the reason why like you made that specific choice in your design, and like it's, it's, it sounds a bit like ruthless because sometimes, sometimes it is just like yeah. But I'm that
1: really is like, real life, life too, though. That is like, real life. Yeah, yeah, because that is very much like clients will ask you like why, you know, like yes. why do you want to do that, and you really need to have the correct answer on like you need to
3: be able to justify suggesting
1: it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So so yeah. So like i i don't i don't doubt that that you know build that had a concept that like resonated with you was the one that won that competition because that's that is design like you're not Mm -hmm. just putting like it's not just the physical you know materials and everything you are designing a concept like you Mm -hmm. are designing something that that space is going to evoke or like that's that's that means something to somebody you know whatever like i i had this sorry and not to like go on but i had this like epiphany in my senior year of college because again so concept driven my school and they were like no your thesis has to be you know xyz like you know we all have to come up with our thesis and stuff and i was just like i don't know what my thesis is like why am i here why do i do this like what the heck and i just i don't even remember what it was but i literally remember laying in bed at like 1 a.m and i shot up out of bed and i was like oh my god that's it was i tend to draw my inspiration from nostalgia. I literally have um a neon sign in my bedroom that says nostalgia above my bed. And that's something that if, like um, you know, I grew up in the same house for 17 years before like I went to college and my parents moved and all that stuff. Like I literally have its coordinates on my wrist, like, you know, tattooed on my wrist. And so it's it's like all that stuff. If I could my parents had this tree in the front of their yard that was a Jacaranda tree, you know, with the purple flowers. And it would bloom every single year on their anniversary, like on the day. So if I could create those kind of moments for every other residential client I have, you know, like, that's why I'm here. So like,
2: I'm so rude. I would hire you just for that. Oh, my
3: God. (laughs) I'm like, my
2: husband and I aren't that serious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) what you don't have a blooming tree on your anniversary
2: (laughs) well that's why i picked this color for the walls
3: it's like oh my god (laughs) and obviously not like every single little tiny thing you know like of course there's going to be like yeah this is a this is nice because it complements this or whatever but like generally speaking the whole concept for the room is like this is why you know and also each room is individual too like then you have maybe they have kids maybe they have you know there's a Sole purpose for that room, or like you know, whatever it is, and so um it's it's. I think that's the fun of it is is pulling all that out.
2: So, Asia just turned this into like poetry corner, architecture poetry corner, <laughs> <quarter. laughs> right? I'll show
0: myself <laughs> out. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to anybody who wants to get into this industry? And anybody can go first play the sims (laughs) there's a good chance if they're listening to this podcast they probably play the sims like there's a high correlation here
2: and and also google sketchup download it and start playing around with it a little bit and yeah maybe take a look and google like floor plans that you like and start just playing around with it and if you find that it's something that you're doing as a hobby, maybe consider doing something more with it. But yeah, I feel like if your passions are naturally going towards doing that, it's telling you something.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, it's very much like we're all here for the same reason. We're all, you know, avid Sims players from the, you know, the beginning and it does point you into this career if you let it. And um, you know, it's, it's a good stepping stone to get you familiar with the industry. I I I seriously think that, and it gets you familiar with terminology too, you know, what are actual terms. And then I feel like as you become a builder, like you're also doing the research on what you want to do and what you're learning. And if you find pride and joy in that, then, you know, you can absolutely Look at being an architect, or you can look at being an interior designer, or you know, a drafter, or you know, maybe you just. And there's so much more to the paths like we talked about today that are beyond just. I mean, in retrospective, people joke that all I do is draw and go shopping for people. Like that—that's that, what they feel like is all I do. But there's so much more to it in the psychology of you know, making a home so much more than, you know, just paint colors and fabrics, so.
2: So well said.
1: Yeah.
0: Sims Interior, how about you? Um, I would
3: say, honestly, like, advice-wise on, you know, like, getting into the industry, yeah, play The Sims, you know, like, like find things, you know, whether it's Pinterest, on, um, like, know instagram tumblr whatever you use like find things that like inspire you um it helps kind of you know uh define like or at least you know get you familiar with what your aesthetic might be in the future um but i would say more professionally speaking and just more like i'm gonna i'm gonna play devil's advocate here um for the industry my biggest piece of advice advice would be um be comfortable with rejection or learn how to get comfortable with for oh, so. um this like kev just said like it is it's it's a very fun you know like we all were just talking about like it's a very fun um and uh you know exciting business to be in and i'm not saying that's not to say like oh you're always going to get knocked down or whatever but i mean like yeah, it's it's it can be a pretty ruthless industry as well. Mm-hmm. And you're not just going to start off. It's it's rare that you're just going to start off and be like, "Okay, cool, like I, you know, I'm a really successful designer now, like, you know, so I'm um, it's I think I I definitely had to have that bubble burst for me when I first when I was like super green in my career. So I would just, yeah, like keep that in mind. I mean, this is something that's so personal and you are going to be presenting like your personal creations to people and not everyone is going to like it so mm-hmm. i would just be prepared for
0: that. yeah well, is it that's such extremely good advice um pass how about you
4: um i guess my mind would i i echo everybody by saying yeah played sims <laughs> more and more but also i guess it's important to learn how to draw even just you know the basic uh, sketching techniques, like uh, practice your lines whatever. Because even when you are playing the sim, sometimes I'm the type of person who like draws it a little bit, like on paper. Uh, not that I have to like do a big sketch or anything. It's just you know diagrams, planning, whatever, um, trying to see if like, oh this looks good. Maybe I could add this, add that. So um, I guess learn how to draw. Um, because usually when you get into uh, in an interior design school, architecture school, they're gonna make you draw in your first year or maybe for two years. For us, it was definitely two years, and we learned like the computer techniques, like uh, the programs, like later in our maybe late of our second year and our third year onwards. But yeah, definitely learn how to draw and practice that and uh, do your little bit of research um, to like the different ways that you could. Uh, plan a house. There's so many out there. I actually made a video about that. Don't wanna, I just want to share it. <laughs> but I made a video about that. It's just really just basic stuff that people can pick up on and take note of. And like, oh, I'm, I learned this thing. I'm going to apply it to my build in The Sims. Uh, maybe one of these days I might consider doing this in real life as part of my career. So uh, little by little, we do learn things as we go. And um, uh, it's it's important to take a lot of inspiration, take notes, study like different concepts. And yeah, like I said, uh, practice your drawing skills because it's going to help you a lot uh, while you're studying. And even while you are already practicing,
0: uh, that's, that's, that's my advice. Yeah. Amazing. Um, does nice. anyone, sorry. I was just going to say that's great advice. Love it. Does anybody <laughs> have anything else that they want to add before we talk about castles?
3: i don't know as soon as it's amazing everyone go download it for free and then yeah. fall down the slippery slope of getting all the dlc like all of us so,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so castles so castles uh so castles. um last week um we finally got the two uh community voted kits castles and goth um, I have not, at this time, as this podcast is being recorded, have played either of them. I, my review of it will just be biased of how I've seen castles played and seeing the items themselves. And I will save my opinions to the end, I shall say. Uh, Kev, since you are an EA, um, part of the EA Creator Network, what was it like getting the, um, it kind of before everybody else and building castles?
1: It was, it's a really fun selection of items that are in it um i do think the kit is a little thin on the amount of both of them both the goth and the of i like out of all the kits that we've had so far i feel like this one was seemed to be the thinnest like the fact that there's like really one style of window, but, like, yes, it comes in three different sizes, but, like, it seemed a little thin. However, the thing that I am most loving from that that I just posted yesterday on was there is a wallpaper swatch that is, like, this new, like, castlestone, right? And it actually... And the build that I did has these like really pretty towers on it. And I don't think a lot of people have played around with these wallpaper swatches enough yet that there's actually a gradient Uh to the stone. So like they, and it's a reverse gradient. So it makes it look like the drip or like the antiquiness of like moisture buildup of stone is at the top where you would have like, cornices and like pediments and stuff like that and it just goes from dark to light as if the stone is being bleached out and everything I will say that is beautiful and it is very very well executed but it makes me sad that it's like I usually I'm pretty like level-headed when we get these packs and I did feel like this one was kind of thin with the amount of like additional architectural elements that we would want in yeah, like there's no furniture really. Yeah. There's, there's like everything's for like the outside. Like I would have thought yeah. that we would have gotten some furniture. I thought that we would have gotten like flying buttresses or something like yeah. that. you know, like these really classic like oh, gothic yeah. arches that like are. Yeah, no,
4: we should have gotten. All of them.
1: There, there's like nothing of that. So I'm, yeah. I'm honestly surprised. But
2: um, I was going to say as well, Gons made a good point on his review of it that um, you almost would have to have the werewolf pack, the vampire pack, the ma- magic realm pack in order to actually like make a make world. something.
1: Yep. Yeah, right.
2: exactly. And so like, if right. you don't have those, yeah. packs, it's not going to be as fun of an experience for you, which is a little sad and same with, um, with the goth kit with, uh, like it was a lot of class items, but like very no limited. Yeah. There
1: are
3: no hairs in that kit.
1: Yeah, no hair. Yeah. Is that and... not the weirdest
3: thing? Like no dyed hair with mm-hmm. like crazy neon tips or something. Like
2: exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there were so many goth hairstyles that they could not right. get into that that they didn't. It was very thin overall. I was and also I was surprised that they went with the vibe that they did for the um goth because like I feel like it was more like new age goth and I feel like if they had like the castle pack and Gons touched on this as well like why wouldn't you have some Victorian goth elements mm-hmm. added to that it would have cohe like been so cohesive with the castle vibe mm-hmm, exactly. I'm surprised they didn't go that route
1: yeah I'm you know I'm trying to create some sort of like post right now with the goth kit and it's I'm finding myself having to pull from those other packs you know for the cast Mm -hmm. elements like you 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 basically hit it you know where it's like you have to pull from vampires you have to pull from you know these other packs to kind of get a cohesive look post
2: you in full goth mode Kev I yeah. want to see that Just yeah post yeah you yeah, in yeah. Goth. well do you know I what's really
1: what I do actually appreciate is they did add an iridescent aspect to some of the swatches so like if you have like the earring earring jewelry like there is like an iridescent one which is actually yeah. really cute and then like one of the boots has like iridescent buckles on it too which is really yeah. cute so but I just, yeah, I feel like it, it be, was so thin, you know?
3: Right, so. like it's 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 cool when, on one hand it's cool like when we get stuff like that and it's like, oh yeah, this goes really well with this other pack and this goes really well with this DLC or whatever. But then you do kind of want it to like stand on its own as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah, I think with the castle kit, I also, honestly these two, like castles and like, you know, that were like cathedral, gothic, you know church style build is um honestly a bit out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. it's not something that I like typically lean towards like I love a Victorian but like castle aesthetic is just not really something that I, I do very often um so I don't know if I will be getting either of these kits to be honest um I'm not sure um but just because that being said though just because it's not my aesthetic I do think that they were very good concepts to release into this game like i yeah. think those two we're demographics
2: lacking.
3: hundred yeah and I, I think they're they're you know um like literally i had a friend over the other day and we were playing sins and she was like oh my god there's a goth hit coming out that's like me like that's my entire being as you know yeah. from an adolescent to now you know so it's like that there's definitely um i i completely appreciate that we have hmm. that um, yeah. But I would agree with both of you that like that it's 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 a bit thin and that you know we could have had a little bit more detail, especially with the build kit on something that's that ornate. But don't worry, I'm sure um, Peacemaker specifically is going to be adding some add-ons to those. So yeah. um, but, there yeah. there were some
1: like Felix Andre vibes that were coming through on 100%. some of these Someone on some like, of these items. Yeah,
3: yeah. Someone yeah. was like, Felix Andre should sue them for that from the Chateau collection. <laughs>
1: And like, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like they're hiding the collaboration, if there is any. Like, I I want to hope that mm-hmm. there is collaboration, but like, right? They're they're very like hiding
3: it. So
2: secretive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do have to plug though Kev's builds on with oh. the new kit like you have to go check out his in- sorry his uh well I guess for me it's I'm obsessed with Instagram so I'm just constantly going on right now to like my favorite builders and being like what did they work on now yeah. like i have just like, what did Kev, what did Alex, what did Koki? what did Juby, what are they worth? <laughs> like, I, I know like these are all like my castle nerds. So I'm just like, can't wait to see what you're building.
1: I love English palaces. Like that's like one of my favorite things to build. And so like I always try and replicate those as best as I can. And I always find that I'm tooling objects to kind of like, make my my battle um you know my battlements you know going across the tops of you know some of the towers and stuff like that so like it is nice that we have that now yeah Um, like that was a really smart thing to add um the windows are really pretty but that stone is like I will be using that stone wallpaper on a lot of builds now because it's so pretty It Uh, is really your
2: last build was insane like my jaw dropped (laughs) when I saw it
3: oh yeah i saw it immediately was oh, like so. save 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 like, <laughs> yeah. all, all of, like a bunch of kev's builds are in my personal save files like yeah, that like restaurant that this is not a castle but that like restaurant that you did the Claws and force one yeah know, that
1: like... was actually the collab that me and Stasi worked on together yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah. i yeah. love
3: that build it's where my legacy sims um
1: go on date night
3: <laughs> well yeah they went on a date night and she told her husband that she was pregnant again and Ooh, like in that restaurant over so, oysters and, exactly, <laughs> exactly um so mm-hmm. uh yeah it's like kev's builds are always like perfect for like because it's the thing it's like i love finding builders that i can like again trust i hate to say it but like yeah. trust in that like you know oh, this is going to be very well-executed and very well-designed and something Mm -hmm. that, like, I would also do, or, like, that way I would also appreciate or whatever, and I'm going to put that in my game, and then it works with what I already have, Yeah, (laughs)
1: yeah. Or they're, like, good backdrops, you know? Not to say,
3: I, like, I'm not, you know, shitting at all on, like, every Sims build is beautiful, like, everybody loves Uh, Yeah, of course. The the Sims is the Sims, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, Yeah. yeah, there's obviously, like, you know, a level of
2: appreciation. Oh, I, I love seeing builds of any kinds, but like there are people that you're just like like the Kevins of the world where you're like, you're next level with it. I'm sorry. That's just the reality. Yeah.
1: Everybody's like, Are you playing the same game? Like is this,
2: yeah, no, is this he's, he's yeah. playing he's playing chess while we all play checkers. <laughs> That's
0: so funny. Aww. Um has do you have any thoughts on the castle pack?
4: <laughs> actually don't have an opinion about it because I haven't like, really explored the pack. I've only been around Twitter that's usually where I get my news. But I do believe that I wish we had like an actual not a kit but an actual full-fledged pack for castles yeah. maybe mm-hmm. maybe even if it's just a stuffed pack. Um, oh, same yeah. for like the Goth um, the Goth fashion. Like, we could have had, like, an actual full-fledged pack for it because it just feels like, uh, I don't know. I just, there's not a lot of stuff in the castle kit. Uh, unfortunately, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> and yeah. we voted for these. Like, we yeah. had
3: high expectations, yeah. right? And it was a uh, long we time to, like, got- ago, too. <laughs> Actually, I voted like, for it, the
4: was,
1: <laughs> it was, like, a year ago, right? Yeah, that we voted on them. When, wow. It
3: was, like, right before horse range came out or something or Growing Together. Something
1: to like that,
4: yeah. Forever ago, yeah. You know, we we voted for it. Yeah, it felt yeah. hyped, in my opinion. So it's like when it came, you're we like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for pastel goth. <laughs> I wanted no. to Well, that would have been fun to. too. Castles, of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a little bit like, of there's in so it in there. So many kinds.
2: Yeah. 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 But like you yeah, can mix I, it with um, other. I actually went for the like futuristic that. pack instead of the capsules. <laughs> There's also a Bone Hilda shirt, and I want that oh, Bone Hilda. Like they, I, they, in that, real life they want Sims merch, because I would buy that in like like that instantly for myself. Like they need to guess. put more of the Sims merch on there for like what in game looks like, because I just want to dress like I dress my characters. Hundred <laughs> percent. 100%, 100%. Yeah.
3: 100%.
1: Whole new yeah, line really of Sims way are coming.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say I wish that the castle um wasn't a kit. I wish it was more like done like Batu um in certain ways like I wish that um it had its own world maybe with like a mm. few lots you know, mm.
1: that's a great point because like you think about like the ren fairs that people do and stuff right, like that yeah. like that could have been a fantastic like vacation destination I, for this for they, this game oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, like,
3: yeah like one of the destination worlds or like yeah yeah like Kaz was saying like if it was a stuff pack that or yeah I guess if for it to be a world yeah it would have to be a game yeah. pack but um, it just there could even be more gameplay associated with that, like mm-hmm. you know whether it's going to a rent fair or yeah. even just even just like like you know how we have Realm of Magic, right? And there's spellcasters, like maybe not yeah. necessarily another cult, but just your sim can get into like medieval you know they can like craft their own suits and, blacksmithing like, you know, you know blacksmithing, yes. making making, making turkey medieval.
1: legs and at a food yes. stall yeah, <laughs>
2: that feels... so cool yeah. I I really do think they would have been behooved to do something more like that but it felt like they kind of rushed that into a kit when it could have been so yeah much something yeah so,
1: so much- valid so I valid
3: feel like that's the case with a lot of the DLC is that sometimes yeah. it gets a little bit rushed but I want an entire golf (laughs) back.
4: maybe you reserve like the kits for like gameplay this time like we've been begging for board games um just other we don't even have a pool table
3: i know i know oh yeah we don't have a pool
4: table we deserve like a
2: board game was
3: there a pool table in
2: sims 3 because there was not sims Sims 2. 2
0: There was one in Sims Sims Three too. Oh, was there Sims
2: Three too? Yeah, there was in Sims Two for sure. Yeah, like what? uh, Like spiral staircases? I know. I'm. That's a dying battle. I am never going to win that. They're not going to give me spiral staircases, okay? But like, why? (laughs) Why can't I have a freaking pool table? (laughs) Honestly. We
3: all said we weren't going to have curved walls and horses, and we got those, so you never know. Yeah, never but you know. can't paint the oh, ceilings I'm on curved walls. I want spiral <laughs> Literally. Literally. The ceilings, the glitches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. whether they're well executed is a, is a whole other thing. But at least Don't do a know. platform
1: in a curved wall, either. Like, it there's all exist. these things that, like, you can't do. So
3: I will say, I was very impressed. Sorry, we're, we're now just talking about the Sims, but, like, I i am very impressed with the horses i love horse horses yes yeah, so I, I know that some people were like ah eh, whatever it's like such a specific pack and like it's kind of niche and whatever and i'm like i love it like the the they you could tell that that was a pack honestly horse ranch and growing together i felt like they really put a lot of work in and and, oh the
1: build by and both of those packs are fantastic
3: the build by but even just the gameplay like with the horses um the development of that you know they had to you know study like an actual horse and like its movements and stuff and like Mm -hmm. the the animations are beautiful Mm -hmm. i i I love horse ranch so
2: that's another pack that would tie in well with castles too because horses naturally yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you can, you can
3: do like the what's it called jousting oh see yeah ah yeah. we we should
1: design this pack
4: or
0: horses should have
3: work... sorry oh no i was just gonna say i just applied to work uh, as a producer to ea so...
1: Ooh, oh, oh. fingers crossed for you
3: i know i'm excited um just even at the thought that i'm like yeah this is are you kidding me like yes of course interior design i'm like dream You know, job of mine since I was literally ten years old. But also,
2: I could like work for the Sims. Are you joking? Does your sweater say is Trench?
3: It does. Are you a fan? Of course, we're Canadians. (laughs) Of course, we're a fan. Oh my god, yes, I'm obsessed with them. Like, um,
2: okay, yeah, like I know every single song. We have to talk about this after. Sorry. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I'd be so good to you. (laughs) Yes. Oh.
3: love them love them yeah i forgot. yeah canadians yeah that makes sense
0: <laughs> see it can't, it's either your are arkell's or mariana's trench see i'm more no. arkell's these days than mariana's trench oh no i love
3: Marianne's
0: trench good. i'm, I'm <laughs> billy talent all the way baby <laughs>
3: they, <laughs> <laughs> they yes. seldom come they only come to america like every five years and like they're about i feel like they're about to drop an album and i'm like hey, mean?
2: josh's baby i digress
3: I've met him. He's kind of a little
2: weird looking in person, but <laughs> I like him weird. We're good.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyways, mm-hmm. um, I guess my smallest SCP. Uh, if you want to hear my real, like, all my thoughts and the breakdown of the Castle Pack, please go listen to the podcast I've done with Juby and One Green Leaf, where we we break down the pack. But just like my, like, I was very disappointed as a community pack. I was expecting furniture. But the thing that as soon as I realized it was like an out just castle outdoor, I was like, where is the greenery? Where are Mm -hmm. the veins? Where is literally anything? So I was. Where's my Godwood tree? But like I don't know. I just wanted more. As I mean, I always want more. And for the Goth pack, completely disappointed. Both makeups we already already had. Mm -hmm. The blacked out already had that. So I was like they just I feel like they kind of just took stuff we already had in and remeshed it yep. so right. I, I, that look was so last year <laughs> <laughs> well everybody I think this is a perfect place to cap off this episode um, I want to thank Kev, Sims Interior, Paz, and the Disney Saints for coming here and sharing their knowledge of what it's like to be in the design industry um Kev where can we find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter, X, uh Twitch, YouTube, Pinterest, everywhere as Kev the Builder. And um yeah, I stream pretty much 4 days a week on Twitch and I Instagram's primarily my posting. Like that's where I usually post most of my stuff. So, yeah.
0: I love that. Sims and here. Where can we find you?
3: So you can find me also um on Twitch um at twitch.tv slash S-I-M-T-E-R-I-O-R. it It's like spelling. Um, but uh yeah, you can find me there. Um I also stream four days a week. Um I also um am on Instagram, uh Symterior with just an extra R in the end, same with the Thimsport gallery. Um and yeah, new new website coming up soon where you can download. So um, but for now, if you go to Sincere.com, um, you can uh I'll put some bills
1: there. But new new rebrands coming, so that's
3: exciting.
0: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Love a rebrand. Yeah. Paz, where can we find you?
4: Uh you can find me on I have a YouTube channel, so it's Pazarine. And I also have Instagram, Twitter at Pazarine, B-A-S-Z-E-R-I-N-E. And um, I'm working on my TikTok, uh, still, it's just a few things there, but you can go follow me on TikTok as well. So those are my socials, just go ahead and follow me there. I upload at least, <laughs> I try to upload as much as possible now that I have more time, um, about once a month or twice a month if I'm lucky. Uh, usually about uh, around, um, usually you just upload like Sims how-to videos and build with me's and some
2: stop-promotions every now and then.
0: Amazing, uh, Disney Sims. Where can we find you? You can
2: find me mostly on Simstagram at the Disney Sims and Townie Tales, but I also dabble in TikTok and uh, and Threads because people are on that, right? <laughs> um, at <laughs> So yeah, you can call me on there. I'm also on the EA Gallery if you want to download any of my Disney characters at the Disney Sims. And then if I'm not there, I'm usually on
0: Stassi's podcast because she lets me on and I like being on them. <laughs> Baby, you're welcome back here anytime. You don't need an invite. Okay. And I am so excited to talk about VPR soon. Like I'm yes. like, we are nine days out. Is it nine or ten? Yeah.
2: Basically, get me on any episodes I can get on so I can beat Nard and Kev the Builder on, uh, for oh, on.
1: Girl, you beat me. You're like double at this point. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I think Nard's coming for your throne pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll yeah. see. we will well, take him I got to thank Kev, Simpson here, Paz, and the Disney Sims for coming here today. Um, if you like what I do, please consider subscribing to any of the... Po- where you listen to your podcast. I am on every single platform. If you also like what I do, please follow me on Twitch as I am now on Ooh. Twitch, which what? is scary. Um, but I don't know how often I will Twitch stream, but for the next uh several weeks, you will I will be joined by my name is Gons, uh, Nard and Alex as we do a Sims Draft. So please, please, please stay tuned to that. Um, I'm back on making Rose Chronicle chapters. Yay! Took a nice hiatus because um got married. And then life. So I am back for the rest of the year. New chapters every Monday for the rest of the year. So please stay tuned for that. Ooh, um, and Patreon. And I'm on <laughs> Patreon. Uh, If you like this podcast and you would like to contribute in any way that you can, it's always very appreciated. And I think that's everything. As this season is coming very close to wrapping up, I'm very excited to take this podcast to the next level, which... Season three will be out later in the year, but the season finale for this podcast will be still February 25th. So please stay tuned for that. And everybody have a great rest of your day. And thank you everyone who came on this podcast.
4: Bye.
3: Bye.